0: So the Nick Five Podcast is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors. You know, a, a new door, new window, new set of windows can do a lot of things. It can change the look, change the vibe, change the feeling of your home. Plus, it can do two other pretty important things. It can add value to your home and can make your home more energy efficient. Pella checks all those boxes and then some... And just, you better understand that working with uh, with the people at Pella, second to none. I mean, Vince, Brian, all those guys, I mean, they are fantastic. They can provide window and door solutions to any home. So now is the time. Turn your window and door remodeling dreams into a reality with Pella. Check them out online, PellaOmaha.com. That is PellaOmaha.com. All right, uh, finally, after a long wait and a little bit of delay and a lot of anxiety and a lot of wondering, the Big Ten – finally announced their football schedule and uh, it was really exciting to actually see a schedule in place with dates and opponents and all that. Bo Rude and I sat down and we break it all down for, uh, for Nebraska. This was fun. Of course it goes off the rails numerous times including right off the bat but this was a blast. So let's get to it. Me, Bo, talking Nebraska football official schedule being released in July.
1: We are here, Nicholas
0: Alabao, Robert Rood. It is uh, gosh, what, Wednesday, August fifth, and we could be drinking wine right now to celebrate the release of a schedule. But you got some business meeting you got to do. I can't have well, you croco to go to a business meeting, Doug.
2: Uh, it is noon on a Wednesday, <laughs> so as much as I'd like to be just absolutely cashed right now, oh. I mean the, the my customers will know.
0: Well, here, I mean, what's funny is I don't know what this is really says about us like I second the schedule and anna- got announced you know I tweeted like recording a pod with Bo later and all that stuff and I was getting <laughs> flip like you guys gonna drink wine you drinking wine you guys gonna booze I feel like people wanted us to be boozing but what are you gonna do
2: it's been a while since we've done a it's wine been pot, a long
0: it? time Doug well we need to do one been... we have a lot of things I'm just I'm pumped man I I uh with the release of the schedule today my my morale now I just had a kid, so you would think
1: having a child, the morale would be higher. Let's be honest, than I want number-
2: you to be really honest right now. I want some real honesty. What What's got you most excited this summer so Nebraska, far? Nebraska Rutgers, <laughs> some, the announcement of that going on. But honestly, right oh, now, Nick, morale around the state, like if if there was a meter, oh, it was, maybe it went to orange. Not quite yeah, we're red. not— we're at- Red Screw means- the COVID meter.
1: We're at red for morale. Yeah, right so now. we're at
2: orange. Red is when we actually are at a Husker game. We're at a red for morale, which means like...
1: That's how it feels right off. now.
2: That's it. We're pretty excited.
0: I mean, this... My, and maybe you just put it like my sports morale. My sports morale
2: is high. I mean, you and I... I don't know, NBA back. I watched I watched a little bit last night just to oh. w- even though it's a little funky with with no fans and it's it takes some getting used to, but it's still fun just to watch. Oh man,
0: compete. I and maybe it's because like you know when uh you haven't like I don't know, you haven't done something in a while and you go and it's like almost like a sensory overload. You're like, oh god Like I haven't watched sports and basketball like Is there that. A
2: clean up an aisle. Oh, section?
0: I'm like, like, all right, here's the Lakers. I'm like, oh
1: God, hold on a minute. Oh and LeBron James I'm like oh, god hold on a second give me a minute that was a hold on heck of a reverse layup oh and Damian Lillard I'm like oh god that's not good that's what's happening what all just right. happened there we're two minutes in and I almost feel like we gotta edit all this out <laughs> maybe <I'm good. laughs> but that's what's happening though right it's been a long time and your boys a little susceptible you know what I'm saying I mean, <laughs> What is happening? This is your fault. You're the only one that brings this out of me. <laughs> when I do pods with other guys, I'm like, how are you, Eric Crouch? How are you, I Steve know, Seppel?" I
2: know, But let's just edit the heck out.
0: Uh, of no, thing. we're keeping it in. It's all good, Doug. Okay. Uh, because I think people can relate. Like, the morale is
2: high. Morale is high. That's where we it's where we started.
0: Huh? That's what, I mean, the bottom line is, I mean, it's August 5th, so one month from now, Nebraska can play a football game. Oh, wow.
2: One month from now. Is that on the 5th of September? Oh, yeah. September 5th,
0: brother, 3 oh, days after your my birthday. Gosh. Should we go on a 4 or 5 day birthday celebration for you and just like start it on September 2nd, let it just like let let the party rage on until we're done with the Rutgers game? I think so cuz there's going to be a lot to celebrate. Oh my god. I mean, the bottom line is think about this. Nebraska's opponent, 1 month. They can start game planning and getting ready for that game. And camp starts on Friday.
2: Like these dudes are going to start like playing football. This so, is great so the, they announced the schedule but nobody and correct me wrong nobody's mentioned a word yet on what the stadium situation is, no, right? that's, that's no that's 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 not that has not been announced there's no there's no numbers on that so right now what we all we know is they're gonna try to play players only as w- of now I want to say there's
0: been a handful like uh Illinois, Announced twenty percent, like a couple of places have announced capacity, you know, and then the joke writes itself. For Illinois, it's like twenty percent capacity. Like, so it's normal for you guys. Like, ooh, That's increase, cool.
2: huh? Good, good for you. <laughs> yeah.
0: You notice all the all the crap schools are the first ones to be like, no, we'll take twenty. <laughs> Here at Kansas University, <laughs> I am Mayor Quimby, and I'd like <laughs> to announce we're doing ten percent capacity. Nobody comes to the games.
2: Yeah, we'll take twenty percent. Don't tell them that that's more than we usually get.
0: Don't tell uh, what, anyone. What is our normal capacity? That's irrelevant to
2: the question. I don't appreciate these insinuations.
1: Because <laughs> like I like how Bill Moose, with every question about it, he's like, we're hoping for full capacity. Moose is
2: always pushing, like, well, I don't know. We might add
1: on to the stadium, man. Check it out.
2: I, I Moose is the perfect guy because he's a, a rancher. And <laughs> I feel like COVID is one of those things he's like, have had uh, cows that had, you know, foot and mouth disease and the mad ca- cow disease, and you ever you know, had we kind of to- just we kind of just went with it as
0: it as it came. So had a couple cows get sick one time, <laughs> kept them out of the pen for about five ten days.
2: We were full capacity moving forward for the rest of the fall. We got the herd from uh, from Washington all the way down to the Panhandle of Oklahoma. It was really no problem, so and we're going to handle it the same exact way. That's my philosophy. Moose just t-
1: relates everything to a ranch and how it would be handled
2: on the ranch, and then it's just. Uh, that's why we like him because he's going to just. He brings it back it to the. Simple. There's a
1: simplicity to the ranch that the world needs, right?
2: But he's also not. I, I feel like Moose doesn't pander to like scientists and Washington. <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, that's that's a good that's good, but but what about what happened on my ranch? Uh, on a
1: Zoom call, you have an infectious disease expert. Moose is chiming in with thoughts on what happened on his ranch. That's
2: Why fantastic. We love Bill Moose. Oh
0: god, I'm sweating. I can't believe how this started.
2: Oh, darn it. Oh
0: man, I'm going to regret the first 2 minutes of this pod. Uh okay. So we got a lot to talk about. <laughs> we got a lot to talk about with everything with the schedule. The first thing we we wanted to hit on, I mean, so the start so the structure of it, starting September 5th. Kevin Warren, the Big Ten commissioner, he talked about today on BTN how it gives them the maximum amount of flexibility, which I think is smart. I, I Basically now, you have 14 weeks to play 10 games, pretty much. That's yeah. how, how it would kind of compute. There's even an open date the week before the Big Ten title, which is on December 5th. So functi- like in yeah. all reality, you could... There, there are a lot of options with bye weeks, open dates, different things where you're going to be able to get... Or at least give yourself the best chance to get in your full schedule.
2: Now, explain to me again. You said that there is they they synced up the schedule a certain way.
0: Well, so uh, reading this morning, there was this. I, I love stuff like this. So this the final. This reading from Sam McEwen's article. The final iteration of the twenty twenty Big Ten fall football schedule was nicknamed Jenga Forty One.
2: I think that was Bill Moose's idea. <laughs> ranch <laughs> Forty. <laughs> he plays a lot of Jenga on the ranch. Ah. He's like, I've got it. <laughs> well, we've never. <laughs> yeah, everyone's looking around the room. It's like, Bill's got another idea. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: You got to stop it. I'm not going to be able to get through this, bro. We haven't even gotten to like the meaty stuff. <laughs> The idea that Bill Moose is on on Zoom calls and just <laughs> making ranch suggestions? <laughs> 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 oh, we gotta get get back. Oh Lord, I'm sweating and crying. Okay, so anyways, <laughs> we good? Are we good to go? We're fine, aren't we? Oh, all
0: right, uh, so the schedule is nicknamed Jenga 41 by the league office. It has 41 collapsible games, meaning the two teams have an idle week in common for which the game can be rescheduled on or before November 21st. Divisional games and rivalry matchups were prioritized to resume, receive maximum flexibility. It's a quote from uh, Big Ten Associate Commissioner uh, Kerry Kenny. Nice. said, quote, it had 41 different options to kind of slide something out and slide it back in somewhere else. So like the reality, they have, they put a lot of thought into this and I, I get, you know, cause we've seen the ACC and the SEC. What are you laughing at? <laughs> I
2: keep picturing Bill Moose with 41 different like team blocks playing Jing. He's like, I've got it. I've got it. Oh man.
1: Well, I hate you. This has to be your fault. Doesn't it? Oh,
0: Bill Moose's Bill Moose's ranch has just infiltrated this pod. Blaine should we just name the this? Ranch. The title of this pod should be Bill Moose's Ranch. <laughs> <sighs> but here, but okay. So I get that the SEC and the ACC, they they have. St- later start dates because there's probably surges in that area of the country and all that stuff. But yeah. I, I've, this whole time I've thought like, it doesn't make sense to me why you wouldn't start it as soon as possible to give you the maximum amount of flexibility to get in these games. Cause as we've already seen when you're out of a bubble, like major league baseball, they've had, I mean, here's the thing people got to get comfortable with as this season. There's going to be, there's probably going to be some cancellations, some postponements, some outbreaks. You got to be willing to deal with that. Plow forward, and but you also got to allow yourself flexibility to be able to still get in the games.
2: Yeah, th- to me, like this is this is I think a win for the Big Ten in the sense of if SEC and ACC are, are going to start, you know, with a nineteenth like
0: or twenty sixth for yeah, delayed, I can't, yeah. delayed
2: schedule. That means you get even more eyeballs on you, which is I think always such a win um, to be kind of the focal point and like. Uh, I mean, I think it's it's a definite, almost advantage, I think, for Nebraska. Well, I mean, for the next, you know, for this That year. first weekend. Now, I don't think the Big 12, has the Big 12 announced their start date yet? I'm not sure
0: if they have. But either way, I mean, the Illinois and Ohio State play on September 3rd, that Thursday. You know how many oh. people are going to be watching
2: that game? Oh, my gosh.
0: And then I think there's games on September 4th, which is the Friday. And then September, so like, it's going to be a Big 10. I mean, they're going to own, they're going to own that area of the calendar which is great as far as so i mean i like the structure of it i was i was hoping this entire time not because i want football that's a part of it but also i i think you need to give yourself as much time as possible so i like shouts out to kevin warren and jenga 41 going on in there they're saying testing uh gonna be twice a week they're gonna have a third-party lab that's going to do all the testing for Big Ten once Big Ten play gets – once the start, season starts for consistency and credibility. They're also going to work on potentially a rapid test for the day of the game. So, I mean, they're doing all they can. I just feel like they're giving themselves the best chance to, like, play and finish the season. Right? That's all you wanted from Jenga 41 at Bill Moose's ranch. Okay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Should, we get, should we get to the meaty stuff? Yes. Okay.
2: I'm over laughing. I'm not going to laugh. Are we done laughing? I almost lost Are you done? Every time I I can't, right now, I can't even look at you. I'm just thinking about Bill Moose. I want (laughs) to (laughs) laugh. I don't know why. I just do. I love Bill Moose, but everything about today is just hitting. hitting I just
0: can't believe we've never even talked. Like, this isn't like some sort of inside joke we've had for months. Like, this This is the first time we've ever created a thing where Bill Moose and his ranch, like, infiltrate every Mm -hmm. one of his conversations.
2: I don't even know how we started on that either. Well,
0: it's kind of like, you know, know, the Nard dog would bring in Cornell into everything. Like, at Cornell, (laughs) I knew a guy. (laughs) And like that, I feel like Moose is that with his ranch. That's what we've created here. That's our stupid creativity. This is
2: what we've done to build Moose. But Bill Moose is great. We oh, love shout out to Bill Moose. Moose. Yeah. You can
0: come on the pod anytime, dog. You can come on the pod anytime. We'll talk about his ranch. He would love that. I think he. Likes I think he would like that. Um, so obviously, one of the first things you did when you look at the schedule is like, okay, start date. Then who you plan? So September fifth at Rutgers.
2: We all went. I mean, you're in, like we're in the Hornets' nest.
0: I mean they're the like it is corona island there pretty much it's good because it's good because they're i mean the rutgers are not very good so you're kind of like everybody wants to of all the teams you'd rather play at rutgers probably than at ohio state to start the season
2: well well in rutgers they just had their little outbreak that they're dealing with so let me ask you this question rutgers has to do a a full team quarantines what they're doing, right? Yeah. How much of an advantage does Nebraska have over Rutgers if Rutgers is gonna quarantine for let's say ten more days? I mean and Nebraska's gonna practice. Oh, I
0: think they got a huge advantage. I mean, huge, right?
2: I, I mean that's what I'm trying to gather, right? Well, I was like,
0: I'm at the point where I'm nervous this game's gonna get canceled. Because of like if they're I mean, I think they had because there was an outbreak of staff and players where I think some of it stemmed from a party but yeah. i want to i i they had like 28 positive tests between like yeah I, so one of the things you know again it's good because they're not a very good team it's bad because they're currently quarantined and who knows what ends up happening with their ability to play that game and then you're also like there's an element of like geez you know you talk about safety and it's like i mean of all the teams to draw from a covid standpoint i'm not sure there's a program that's had a, a more rough Four months with with coronavirus than Rutgers.
2: Well, I, I I'm just imagining this. I haven't been reading like what the Rutgers players have been doing, but Nebraska sort of had the flexibility. It's like, yeah, we're we you know things shut down here, but players were finding ways to get to gyms and work out and throw the ball around, and I, I think that gets a little bit more difficult when you're living in New Jersey. Totally. Dude. You know what I'm totally. saying? Like they they were it was a stricter lockdown to me, where I got to think that that is the accumulative effect of living in New Jersey versus living in Nebraska is a net positive for Nebraska a hundred times.
0: Overall, I think from from the standpoint of just the game, great draw. Like, Mm -hmm. great draw. From the standpoint of COVID, you know, you get concerned that this game could get canceled, and then you get concerned about, like, I mean, Nebraska is going to be traveling to the frickin' To to Rona I mean they're going to Ronaville brother. They're going the going to Rutgers Ronaville? Ronas, <laughs>
2: the Rona,
0: Rut- the, Ru- the Rona Rutgers. I mean that's what they're. So so you get a little nervous about that. The other factor on this, you, who's going to be potentially their starting quarterback? Vedral. Oh my
2: gosh, it's right.
0: Noah Vedral.
2: Noah Vedral without a
0: spring. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. But, but this is a br- it's a brand-new staff. They got Greg Schiano. Yeah. You know, I mean, like,
2: he might very well be the starter, but—
0: Well, he's going to be intimately involved in this yeah. next month from the standpoint of, like— And that's
2: always— in this kind of weird where, like, think about how
0: Noah Vedral has been, like, willing to take a bullet for Scott Frost. And listen, we love Noah, and it's fine that he left and all that stuff. But, like, all of a sudden now, guess who one of the first phone calls Greg Schiano probably made, too? Was probably Noah and said, Hey, Noah— Whenever you get a chance, I need you to come into my office and tell me every single thing you know about terminology calls, all this stuff, so we can get as ready to rock as possible.
2: Who did we? Um, there was an NFL player that this happened to. I want to say last year, where he got, you know, he got cut and he got, or he got traded, and his new team basically was like, "Hey, tell us what." what he he wouldn't do it. Yeah, there was some, and, the, and there was a. And then we, I think we even talked about it in the sense of where do your where loyalties really lie? lie. I, as much as I feel like the, like Noah Vedrell, you know, he'll be loyal and he won't tell everything. It's like, well, shouldn't he tell everything if he plays for Rutgers? I think he probably like should. If I'm on Rutgers and Noah's not like, here's their signals, here's their hand signals, here's their blah, blah, blah. I'd be pissed, like, dude, we're trying to win this game. You know this. He
0: has to, as much as it sucks to say, he he's got to tell them everything he knows. He's on Rutgers. He's a, he is he plays he's a Rona Rutgers. Rutgers now. He's not he's a Nebraska a Rona, Husker. Dude. He's a Rona bro now. Like that's what he is. So, but it's just interesting. So there's there's like a thousand different things with this I, game, Nick.
2: I didn't even it never even crossed my mind when I saw that. Now that you said that, that that's such a big advantage for them though, because Greg Schiano's a defensive guy, and you know. Literally, I think Noah Vedrill could sit there on the sideline and and be like, like, it's this, you know, it's, it's most likely going to be this, like, he'll be able to see the the signals and the, like, otherwise, you know, we're going to have to really, I mean, I think we change our, you know, some of our, our calls and our pictures and our things. I mean, they'll, they'll have ways around that preparing for it, but it's still like, it means we have to do way more work for Noah Vedrill just so he doesn't we don't give it away too easily.
0: Totally. And then, I mean, the other thing is that, and we'll get more into this later on. I mean, there, I, I God, now you're trying to like, there's been so many reports and different stories over the past handful of months, it's hard to remember all of them. I want to say Rutgers was one of the places that has like, they're going to have no fans. At least it was announced yeah. like in, so there's a chance like literally there's zero people there. Mm-hmm. But so that that's where things start. The other thing you were, so you're wondering, okay, what's the start date? Who's that opponent? Yeah. The other thing that you were, everybody was wondering who's going to be that 10th game? What's the crossover East Division opponent that Nebraska is going to draw? So the options that they had were Michigan, Maryland, Indiana, and Michigan State. The team they picked up was Michigan State. They're going to play them in Lincoln on November 21st. Once again, of all the options, I'm not so sure if you would have given Nebraska, hey, you get to pick. I'm not so sure you don't pick Michigan State. They have a brand new coaching staff, Mel Tucker. Now, he has coached against Nebraska for two straight years, coming from Colorado, yeah. but nevertheless, brand new staff. They've had basically no time, and you could have said the same thing about Rutger. They've had no time to install anything. I mean, think about a brand new staff and you don't get any spring ball, you don't get any, like, where you're not able to install yeah. any of that stuff. They've had uh, outbreak issues and having to shut down workouts a ton as well. I think, all things considered, I, you just didn't want it to have it be, have it be Michigan. I, yeah, I think it's a pretty good addition.
2: Maryland may have been a better a better pickup in my book than Michigan State. I, I think only for the reason I think Michigan State is maybe a little bit more talented, but I, I think the fact that Mel Tucker just played us two years in a row and beat us two years in a row, yeah, there's something I, I to think that. that. That he'll have a feel for Nebraska that um is an, an advantage for him right now too is. I don't know if he took the whole his whole coaching staff I'm not with sure. him, but you know it's one of those things where it's 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 like coaching versus somebody in your own conference every year, right? Like yeah, the familiarity makes a difference, yeah. but like you kind of know this is what they do, right? So right. now he's plays two years in a row; they have a feel for
0: him. he's familiar with personnel, he's familiar with pet plays. Hey, they liked this on third down the past few years. They like whatever, you know. Yeah. Uh, but overall, like if we would have done power rankings of a of teams like from easiest hardest in terms of those four options of like, you'd have put I'd have put Michigan State one, then Maryland, then Indiana, then Michigan yeah. in term, And so like you got you caught a break to a certain extent, where Nebraska didn't catch a break is in what is the brutal four game stretch in weeks. Three through seven. So Nebraska will start the season at Rutgers. Then they're going to kick off their home seat slate on September 12th against Illinois. And then you have a brutal four game stretch for Nebraska. Wisconsin in Lincoln, then at Iowa, then Minnesota in Lincoln, and then at Ohio State. And in all reality, I could expand it to a really tough six game stretch because. They Nebraska has a bye week. Then they're at Northwestern. That game has always been close. And then they got Penn State coming to Lincoln right after that. So, shit gets tough for a six-game stretch. But really, that four-game stretch is is really hard.
2: What I like is that um, we got Rutgers and we got Northwestern and Purdue on the road, though. Yeah. I do like that. But going back to your, your four game stretch, I think, I mean, with the break, it's kind of makes sense to look at it as that's our four game season in my book. Like if we go two and two in that four game stretch, that's a win coming out of there because you got Wisconsin, Ohio state, uh, Minnesota and Iowa two West teams that are projected to be, you know, to beat us in the West. Um, I think going two and two there is actually like a, it's a win for us.
0: Oh, absolutely! I think, you know, you look at it, and you know, we can just kind of get this started with kind of a game by game. Like you, you, you got to start two and zero. Got to. You have to. Yeah. I mean, with that tough four game stretch, if you got a L in under your belt heading into that four game stretch, that's that's not good, because. Mm-hmm. It, but it's feasible, you know. If you start two and zero and then go two and two, I mean, you start four and two, and you've played
2: Iowa, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Ohio
0: State, and you're four and two.
2: You're feeling pretty good about your last four games. And if you're four and two, then you're going on a ten game season, and then you feel like you can beat your last year's you know win total. Get like to what would be quote unquote bowl eligible, even on a normal year with,
0: with with less games. With less
2: games. I think that's a big a big time. I mean, one in five or six games in this oh, schedule is a win next year. I, I I mean, I think it's
0: for me when I go when I would go through this. I mean, do you want to do like I because when I it. when I would go through it, I kept on arriving at a certain record. But so like so, do you want to do this? Just like people don't hold us to this. By the time the first game comes around, we might have an altered thing. It is hard. You know, because we're so starved. Like you and I were joking. You get this schedule now, and you're like, "Shit, man, nine and one. Hey, baby, nine and one." Dog.
2: I'm, I'm, I'm having my my. I get you. Know what it is August though? This is my August syndrome. Kool Aid. Every you get year, Kool-Aid. I'm I'm pretty cool. Then it's like I, right when the season rolls around, I start getting. I what get, is that? Well, you know, it's like they. I, I saw a couple of videos online. They showed some of our dudes in the weight room, and you're just like, you see Nash they're large. Yeah, like, just, squatting 10,000 yeah, pounds. Yeah, it's like he squatted 10,000.
0: Oh, okay. Can't so lose. Here we go. Rutgers at Rat Rutgers win. Huskers win, yep. Then Illinois at home win. I'm going to go win. Even, I don't care. I mean, it's not going to be full capacity, even though Moose wants to, you know, take the ranch mentality. Yeah. Full, like, it's going to be a, that's going to be. So the thought of like Memorial Stadium and playing foot oh it's just so exciting. Um, Illinois wins. So we're so we're at 2 and 0. Yep. Here comes the tough stretch. Wisconsin at home. I'm going to win at home? Yeah. It's in Lincoln.
2: Well, if you're going to win, I'm going to win. You're going to stick say, with me. I'm not letting. If you're going with, if you believe in Wisconsin, if you believe I love in Wisconsin. In, that's what I'm saying. If you believe in Nebraska, Wisconsin, you are kind of a Wisconsin. Homer. Oh, I
0: love Wisconsin.
2: You used to even play Wisconsin a lot. I've always
0: loved Wisconsin. Like I always tell people, oddly enough, the every Simple. you know every weekend you you know you want to you know where the Nebraska game's at and you're watching yeah. that game. Every weekend, the second game I want to watch is Wisconsin.
2: I think Wisconsin always had a very leg. Like, it's always been simple. I formation, tough, smart football. You've always appreciated the simplicity of Wisconsin. Well, it's what I grew. It's what we kind of grew up
0: on. Like yeah. I grew up on smash mouth, run the ball, set up play action, great running backs. Bit like yeah. even even like their their. Uh, I love watching them play defense. They're aggressive. Their linebackers are always really good. Yeah. Like Jim Leonard, I, Jim Leonard, oh, defense coordinator, I, fantastic. I, 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 he does a good job, but. I just think the reality is I could do the cop out thing of like between between Wisconsin and Iowa. Like at some point they got to win some of these games between Wisconsin and Iowa. I, I think you're going to get a split, and I just feel like you're more likely to win that game at home than you are on the road. But at the same time, Iowa's had a lot of turmoil. Maybe do you want to flip that? Should we immediately okay, abort? Okay, if you flip? go
2: so so so, I was actually going to have them reverse. I was going to have a loss to Wisconsin and beat Iowa. Okay. That probably makes more. I always I keep on like. That probably makes more sense. I always had a tumultuous, tumultuous off season. So so I think, especially with Iowa and Minnesota, we have we have to talk about their off seasons and how that affects their upcoming year. Because
0: Iowa, they start the season Maryland at home, and then they're at Purdue and at Minnesota, and then Nebraska comes to town. So they're probably. I mean. Who knows what? I mean, they could be one and two, but they could they could also be two and one.
2: I bet they. I bet you they are two and one or three and
0: zero. Hey guys, quick break to talk to you guys about Pella windows and doors, and I want to make sure that you guys understand that Pella windows of Omaha and Lincoln they are following CDC guidelines uh, during this coronavirus situation. They can safely serve any of your window and door needs in the showroom or in your home. All the employees at Pella and the customers are completing a COVID-19 questionnaire as provided by the CDC prior to entering the showroom, entering the office and uh, any uh, potential customers home. And all the employees are required to self quarantine for a recommended 14 days. If uh, that individual comes into contact with someone who's tested positive, if they traveled anywhere outside of the Omaha Lincoln area, bottom line, They are taking all the necessary precautions to make sure that they are safe and you are safe so you can safely move forward with your window and door needs. And uh, on top of all that, as a result of all this stuff with the coronavirus, uh, Pella is offering temporary special financing options. They are now available. So, man, now is the time to take advantage of these special rates and uh, put that value back into your home, and you have that peace of mind knowing that all the necessary safety uh, protocol and precautions have been uh, put into place by Pella, so you know the whole time you can feel safe. Give Pella a call, 402-493-1350, or check them out online at PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. I think either way, I think we think they split one of those two games.
2: Yeah, I, I have a hard time thinking they're going to – so so I
0: can't sit here and tell you they're going to win both those games. Uh, I'm it's say, more likely they lose both of them than win both
2: of them. Yeah, I'm saying my real opinion is is they lose Wisconsin, they beat Iowa.
0: Okay. You know what?
2: I'm a fickle
0: guy. I'm going with that. Okay. okay. Lose to Wisconsin, beat Iowa. Then Minnesota at home. This is where it is really important the Rashad Bateman kid, big time – uh, I mean, is he a potential like first or second round wide that, receiver? Yeah. So
2: he's, a, he was a all Big Ten receiver. And I think he's a, the first, he's the only like first round receiver, I think, in the Big Ten right now that we kind of have. And, and I think that, that was part stuff of stuff makes decision. a difference, man. He goes, I think he thought, if I get sick and it sets me back at all, what's the point? And I, I think, you know, who knows exactly what his reasoning is? Maybe he's got family. Maybe he just doesn't care. I don't know. Um, but he's decided to sit out and he's their best player probably. Mm-hmm. And he is their best offensive player for sure, which changes the whole dynamic of their team. I because well, 'cause
0: they're a big part of curve if I'm wrong, they're bit like a big part of what they do is they kind of gash you, gash you, gash you and take deep yeah. shots. Yep. And he's their deep shot guy. Yep. And you you lose that element. That's a big thing as we saw last year
2: when you when you can't really take the top off yeah and they, hard and man and guess what this is this the second part they didn't get a chance to spend spring and summer working on a different plan like right. he was their plan and now they got to go okay who else can play how are we going to they're, they're going to have to change their game up a little bit which you know it's it, it's a it's amazing all this stuff like of all the things that have happened like you're seeing Iowa with their their issues their issues and their morale issues probably yeah. that, that go with that and with Minnesota now these are two teams in the west that like things are tough yeah things for Rutgers and Michigan State tough we're like Nebraska I'm I just have this feeling like Nebraska and that's maybe why I'm so excited it's like incrementally getting little advantages because we we've handled this pretty darn well everybody's still here, you know, we've got a lot of people coming back. Like, little things like that are starting to add up in our favor.
0: Do you think, you know, because every, you not know is in the locker rooms heading up to games, like,
2: I do think there
0: is, like, I think revenge is somewhat real. Like, a real thing, like, we owe these dudes. They, you know, like, think about it. Like, I don't think, is it crazy to think that, like, remember, in Frost's first year, one of the teams that Nebraska blasted was Minnesota. Yep. And then you flip the next year. I guarantee that whole week leading up, Fleck was like, we owe these guys. We owe these guys. Then they blast Nebraska. Like, I just think Nebraska should be,
2: should be, like, they should be ready to play against Minnesota. That's probably, if you were to to pinpoint a revenge game, I mean, Iowa is always going to be there, but Minnesota was the real what I felt like was a beat down last year. Oh yeah. That like,
0: was I mean, Ohio state's the biggest beat down, but that's also like, that's, you can explain that that's a little Young. bit. You're just like, You're just like okay, they're definitely, they're like it's Wisconsin pros versus
2: was, was different. Minnesota was a beat down. Wisconsin was just a little bit of a, like a, a the, the, the
0: most embarrassing game was the Minnesota game to me.
2: Yeah,
1: that was it.
0: So I think there's something, there's something to that. Uh,
2: so I think Nebraska is going to beat Minnesota. I do too. With literally, if you would have asked me that this morning, I would have been like, "I don't know." With this Bateman, I think that changes Minnesota's season, and they they won't want to admit that. I think it completely changes their season.
0: Well, and oh by the way, Nebraska's uh, opponent a couple weeks later, Penn State. There's been reports out that Micah Parsons, who is pretty much the preseason Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year, who's a projected first round talent at defensive end. I mean, he's a stud. Him being out is is huge too because yeah. that's I mean that makes a difference, you know? Yep. So then okay, so then we got a, a a win versus Minnesota. So now Nebraska's uh what are they at three and one?
2: Three four and no, one. No, four and one. Yeah.
0: Then at Ohio State, loss. Yep. Loss. That, because by the way, you check their schedule, Ohio State's got a bye week before they play Nebraska. So they're gonna be able to heal up. They're gonna be able to maybe get guys back that have been I mean what's funny is like one of the X factors for all this is like coronavirus stuff, you know, like that's almost like, you know, you got to stay healthy. You usually when you think of that, you think of like shoulders and knees and like ankles and stuff avoid, like you avoid avoid, avoid, coronavirus. avoid coronavirus.
2: I mean, this is this season is like if you're a gambling man, right? Like if you gamble on games, you're not just crazy. You're insane this year because it, it it's like whatever you think you're betting on this coronavirus is in there, like making the odds go from like, Oh, it's one in a hundred to like one in a million because, well,
0: because, because you could have, yeah. Yeah. Well, think about, it was funny. I talked to a, you know, I had my Vegas gambling guy in my pod last week, Payne, And we talked a lot about this stuff. And one of the things he brought up is like, I think the reality is you got to wait unless you're trying to, you know, you have different things with key numbers. He talks about with seven or three points or whatever, like, you probably got to wait till right before kickoff to place a bet so you know who's that's available.
2: Like, you, like if you make a bet, there's a lot of times people place the bet when the odds are better right. early in the week or something, and they get, oh, I got great odds. Some guy could get Rona,
0: you know? Yeah. I and mean, you
2: get Rona on Friday or something. Right. Because te- they're testing twice a week. Twice now, a right? week,
0: and then then I I think they're working on rapid testing the day of the game.
2: Whew. That day of the game test, though, it's like, that's... I mean, imagine that. Imagine if it's, like, a big game and you get, like, a false positive. Yeah, I don't Oh, I my don't. God. Brutal,
0: he right? Be, so, okay, so though. Sick. So, there, there's the tough four-game stretch. We we got – I got. I think Nebraska can go two and two. And maybe I am totally insane, psycho.
2: No reason not. But we've seen these teams the last few years. I mean, we know what they are. They know what we are. It's just a matter of, like, who got better. They were right there with Iowa. We were there.
0: I mean, I, so I think they can go four and two. Um, if they go here. here if say, they, go four and if two, they
2: go four and two, what a win that is for oh, Nebraska. That it, is just huge. That'd if they just... go
0: four and two, that is uh, enormous. So then, so then Nebraska gets their first bye week on October seventeenth. Then they travel to Northwestern. That game, for some reason, that game is always a game you want to just chalk up a win. But it's like, they're in terms of year in and year out, what game is always crazy drama, crazy close. It's you, it's Northwestern every year. But with all that said, I think Nebraska, I think Nebraska is going to win that game. Yeah, I'll take that W. I'm going to take that dub. Then Penn state at home, I just don't. I just think Penn State, There to me like the Penn State, Ohio State, and Michigan, but really Penn State, Ohio State, they have like separated themselves from just a raw talent standpoint. Yeah. Micah Parsons or no Micah Parsons that like Nebraska's just not quite there yet. So I'm going to say Nebraska loses to Penn State.
2: I agree with that.
0: So what are they? They're at now five and three. Yep. Um, then they have their second bye week of the season. And God, I mean, then you got... Weren't
2: we at Purdue last year too?
0: That's what I don't... And we were... One thing I don't understand about the schedule is Nebraska was supposed to play... They were supposed to start the season against Purdue on September 5th in Lincoln. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's weird that they swapped that out for Rutgers. And... But whatever. I mean, that's part of that. I mean, I'm guaranteed this. Because I bet if you're Wisconsin, you're going, we played at Nebraska last year. Why do we have to play... I mean, Wisconsin's having to play at Nebraska two straight years. You know, that's
2: odd. that is very odd.
0: I mean, so but Nebraska's at Purdue. Um, I got a lot of respect I'd, for Jeff Brom. I
2: would take that though. Wisconsin at home, two years versus, in, and take Purdue away. Oh yeah, you take. Oh, that, it's a great deal. That's a win for us. That's a great yeah, deal. We were away at Wisconsin,
0: right? We're supposed to be at. We were supposed to be at Wisconsin this year.
2: At Nebraska's Wisconsin. supposed to be
0: at Wisconsin this season.
2: Yeah, good. That's a good swap. Hey, take that. Take that.
0: I I think between, I guess you know. You, Everybody does it this way, but you always group certain l- games that are similar together, and you kind of go, "I ah, hope for a split. I look at, at Northwestern, at Purdue, I think you hope for a split. Yeah, I mean... And I think they're going to get a split. So I think they beat... I'm going to say they beat Northwestern and lose to Purdue.
2: I think that's probably more fair. If I, I always look... It's hard, though, when you look at it in a group... Like, when you look at something of, like... If you looked at the four games, you know, Wisconsin... Iowa, Minnesota, Ohio State. If you look at them as a four package, you say two and two. If you go through individually game by game, I go three and one. Same way with Northwestern Purdue. If I look at them individually, I say win, win, win. If I look at them in a package, I go, go, I'll take the split. I I don't know what, what it is about when you look at them, you start seeing the odds of like,
1: well, I I don't know. I think the
2: the reality is like, I mean, Nebraska's, Nebraska hasn't earned
0: the benefit of the doubt over the last handful of years. No. But what's hard, though, is Nebraska has also been like – I think you could look at it like, man, they've lost all these teams. But they're, they're – and this is a horrible strategy to have with like how you – like at some point, all these – I don't want to say unlucky breaks, but it just seems like every single year for the past – Four, five, six years. Oh. Nebraska's just, especially the last two, been on the wrong side oh, of a lot of a lot of those, lot yeah. of those bra- And like at some point, I got to think things are going to start kind of flipping.
2: I don't know that they are going to be. Here's the thing, though. If I give them, if I give them Purdue and Michigan State wins, which was, which I was going to do, that puts them at seven and three. And I go, that's really wishful thinking. I think six and four yes. is probably a better more reasonable estimates so I, I'm gonna give them this sp- I'm gonna do the split look at it as a package and say that's right Northwestern lose to Purdue at you know away and then beat Michigan State at home so because it's just seven and three seems like it's just more wishful thinking than that's reality. how I, I like when I've gone through this I, I I think
0: Nebraska can go six and four I think they're gonna I think wins at Rutgers Illinois at Iowa Minnesota at Northwestern, and then I think they're going to beat Michigan State. I think their loss is going to be Wisconsin at home, at Ohio State, at Purdue, and Penn State in Lincoln. And that gets them to six and four. I I wrote these things down, you know, because I love, you know, the having these, these types of titles. Swing – I wrote down a swing game and a sleeper game. Okay. The swing game of the season, to me, is Minnesota at home. I think – when you when you really put a pen to paper, I think that's an that that game. You're coming off back to back games against Wisconsin and at Iowa, and then you you peek ahead to the week before to the next week. You're at Ohio State. It's just a huge game that Nebraska. If they can win that game, I think they're I, I, that strikes me as they're gonna they could be four and two. Things could be going well. If you lose that game, you're you already just got, you just played at Iowa City, you know you got to go to Columbus the next week, then you're staring down the barrel of maybe losing three games in a row depending on how things fall. I just think that Minnesota game at home is
2: huge. Well, when you think about Minnesota in general, they are they have become such a problem for us because Minnesota since we've got to the Big 10 was always kind of like we could overlook them. They were never our main threat, right? It's always been Wisconsin and Iowa. Like yeah. that's you when you're in the West, it's Wisconsin and Iowa. And then you know you got the big dogs: Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan. Right? Th- there's five teams you worry about. Everybody else, you kind of just go. Those are the games we win, and how do we beat these other teams? Now with the rise of Minnesota in the Western Conference, it's put more pressure on that game than than totally. even the other ones because they're now taking the place of potentially us in our division, which makes us, no offense, irrelevant if we can't be better than Minnesota. Cause you know what? Iowa and Wisconsin are going to be Iowa and Wisconsin. Right. So if we're not in the mix with Iowa, Wisconsin, and we fall behind Minnesota, like, I don't know, it, it puts us in a really bad spot. If we can't figure out how to beat Minnesota every year, which Nick, I'm telling you, we for a long time could and just kind of just. I that's a good point. I mean, just the, the when we didn't even approach them as like they're on our like if they beat us, it was like it was our letdown. Right and now they've made this rise where we're on even playing fields, and that's a little scary because we gotta we gotta jump them again and bring them back down to sort of like what we trample on.
0: Agree. So I put that as a swing game, and maybe this is because I have the same school of thought for my sleeper game. And and it's literally like the exact same school of thought. My sleeper game is Illinois, just Illinois in week two. Mainly because... It's it's not a given. It's not a given. I mean, I I just pulled up... Remember, you know who beat Wisconsin last year? Illinois did. Uh, Illinois had a stretch last year where they beat Wisconsin. they, They hammered Purdue. They hammered Rutgers. They beat Michigan State. They lost a really close game to Iowa. Like... They had they they did they, they went to a bowl game. Illinois did. They lost a cow, but they, they got an they got an extra month of practice. And you know you can laugh and gig all you want. Like Lovey Smith is a, I mean Lovey Smith's not an idiot. Yeah, he's a good defensive coordinator. And, and but, that but was look, a tough game last year that, that Nebraska had to have a, a a pretty amazing second half to win that
2: game. Tell me what you think about this. They start out with Ohio State though. Yeah. What does that do to their t- t- trajectory? I don't. I think it's so
0: early. It could only ha- like there. There is such a low expectation team that could only help. Like yeah. if they get blasted, to me, I don't want to say they have nothing to lose because they're like, but they get blasted. No mm-hmm. one's. I don't think they never really thought they were going to win that game. Anyways, it knock the wind out. Of their it doesn't sails, knock the wind out of their sails. But
2: even but if they play them tough, it might put it them might, on puts good. some yeah. confidence.
0: So I, I feel like it's only a. It only helps them. Yeah. But that's but the but it's the same school of thought that I had with Minnesota in the, one of the reasons that's also a sleeper game is you got to win that game because of the four game stretch that follows it. Oh, yeah. You lose that game. And all of a sudden now you begin the murderers row of of uh, Wisconsin. M- with
2: no momentum.
0: With zero momentum. Yeah. Wisconsin at Iowa, Minnesota and at Ohio state. You're in, you're in trouble. So to me, I, I put a sl- the sleeper as Illinois week two um, at home.
2: Okay. Take a look at this. So, Back back to Minnesota because remind me of their they had a shaky start last year where they squeaked by some bad teams. Yeah,
0: they they had. I think they
2: went four and zero and squeaked by some bad bad teams. They
0: they won their first three games. I want to say in the final ninety seconds of the game, like they scored a touchdown to win, trying to pull it up. They. so they, I mean, and that's what I, we talked about—the psychology of things. How I mean, so yeah, they. Well, I guess they they uh, they blasted New Mexico State, but then Fresno State they won twenty one fourteen. They had yeah they uh, so they had some close close ones at the start. I might be I think I'm off a year here in what I pulled up, but yeah they uh, Fresno State, Georgia Southern, South Dakota State. Those are the first three games. Sorry, I was looking at yeah. the year before. Where they they had to grind to win those games, and then Nebraska, then Nebraska and came, they,
2: and then that's where they they took off after beating us. Yes, that was, we we springboard them like we do everybody. They've been waiting for fifty years to do this to us, right? Not to be, uh, <laughs> not to be uh
0: Well, that no. So I, I had a wrong. They beat so they they beat South Dakota State. 28-21. They beat Fresno State in overtime, 38-35. They beat Georgia Southern on a last-second touchdown, 35-32. Then they beat Purdue, 38-31. Then they beat Illinois and then smash Nebraska. And then things kind of took. Then then all of a sudden they're like they could have lost
2: all three of the games to start the season, and it's a totally different season. They, Yeah, you just are not the same team. So I'm looking at our schedule, but then I look over at Minnesota. And Minnesota, who's had a rough start last year, starts with Michigan State. Not going to be terrible. I think they win that game. Um, but it's never easy. Sometimes that first game's not easy.
0: Especially on the road. That's one thing that makes me nervous about it. Like, going on the road to start the year is just not great.
2: Not great. But then, so Minnesota goes Michigan State, Michigan, Iowa, Wisconsin, then us. So... I'm looking at this, you know, you say that Minnesota games, the swing game and is, and I think we both agree has become as important as any game during the year. And I'm just looking at the schedule. I'm going, man, I go, that's a night that change up, I think puts a puts Minnesota in a tough place and their best player just said he's not playing. So you're, you're sort of your safety net on offense. Your best player is not going to be there to bail you out. So if they play anything like they've been, they lose those type of games. You don't have your best player. Right. And they're going to go, they're going to play Michigan, Iowa, Wisconsin right before us. Like I, I like, I really like the yeah, way that, that, that lays out.
0: Yeah. I mean, because it's feasible that they're sitting at one and three coming to Nebraska, Mm-hmm. you know, like it, it, that that's possible because I think you look at Minnesota, they're somewhere, you know, I don't think they're, I, I think Flex a good coach I really do I don't think they were as good as their final record indicated like I think they just kind of caught a wave they, they caught a wave and, and they were
2: playing just such sound football but again
0: a huge part of it is Bateman like you you gotta have like the way they play
2: the play the way, action and team, the way defenses have to defend them changes when you have to put somebody over the top somebody else right all of a sudden it gets way easier. You now if you have a, a, a receiver that's not that scary and you just say, Hey, why don't you just cover that guy? No help. And we're going to just blitz or we're going to bring this guy down the box or we're going to just, you know, the, the, the things you can do when you don't have to worry about totally. that guy. like Totally. Dude, I'm telling you, it makes a big difference. And also that schedule, like, you know, they, they, they got, they got the limp into the season and, 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 didn't get punished for not being ready to play.
0: So the initial when when the Big Ten announced they were moving to ten games. They didn't announce the schedule yet, but they announced they're moving to ten games. Vegas set Nebraska's over under win total at three and a half. But now with the schedule actually out, I'll be interested to see if Vegas alters that because I tell you right now, three and a half, I would I mean again, I'll take the over. I will take right the now. over on that. So it, I guess my question to you is what is the I think the best way to describe setting an over under number is that number that makes you squirm either way.
2: So, like, would you say is it five? Five's probably the best. Like, we our optimistic selves went with six and four. Our really optimistic self tried to do seven and three until we walked it back. But five's probably the real number. So, like,
0: if if I had to make a lot, if I had to make you sweat, I'd set it at five. Because you kind of go, f- you, you take the under. You are like, oh, God, I think they. I mean, gosh, they got Michigan State at home. They got Illinois at home. They play Rutgers. Yeah, I mean, you know, like their their road their road divisional games aren't brutal. Like, but then, but then, if you take the over at five, you are like six is pretty confident. You know, I mean, we mm-hmm. put six, but it's like that. It takes some confidence. You know, I mean, I because for me, I put you know in terms of like the ceiling for this season, I put it seven wins. This is hard for me to think that they anything higher than that and the floor is the floor three wins
2: two two wins probably yeah i mean if they, if they lose to if they lose to illinois in your sleeper game yeah that could i just haven't seen this team yet you lose one of the first bounce, games yeah bounce back enough you know it's like it was like the year one you know like each we get, year we get a game canceled and we we blow the colorado game and instead of being two and oh, which we should have been, we're oh and one. And then we just we lose the next five like that. That's the type of situation. The worst case scenario is probably we beat Rutgers, lose to Illinois and all the, you know, wins out of our sails And we take we, we just putter four in a row away. Right? right.
0: That's where I think as much as anything, kind of the case in point we we're talking about with Minnesota, where for as much as what made their season be great, it was like they started believing and mentally getting momentum and confidence. You lose one of those first two games, Rutgers or Illinois, and that's not good. Yeah. But uh, so, yeah, I would say the ceiling is seven wins and the floor is, I mean, that's quite a, but that, but that's also the the floor is two, but that's also the Mark Bowe of a, of a, of, that's kind of like describes Nebraska perfectly where the good teams, you know, like you look at Ohio State, you'd be like, yeah, they're they're are ceilings, ten and zero. Their floors eight. eight. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like the better you are, the the sh- the smaller that gap between your yeah. s- your ceiling and Penn floors. Penn State's
2: probably like nine. They're like six to nine. Wisconsin's six to nine. Right. Iowa's probably five to eight. Um, Minnesota's five front, to like, eight. Yeah, but, but you Nebraska. Know, I mean, I honestly like I could see that like.
0: If they, if they went 7-3, and three, I mean, it'd be like, holy crap. Good but year, the but time-
2: I think it's po- – I mean, I look at the schedule and I go, I mean, like, can you beat Minnesota, Minnesota, Iowa, Illinois, Rutgers, Northwestern, Purdue, and Michigan State? Like, well, yeah, you think you should be able right. to. It's just actually going out there and doing it and not, you know, shooting yourself in the foot like we always do that's that's all we're talking about and right. so it's funny i feel better almost looking at the schedule than i did why do we have
0: confidence the, I, I i'm i'm totally with you is it is it just the excitement I, of getting it and I, you're like
2: i think the way our schedule was lined up one wisconsin was on the road um with the old schedule i mean all we did was add michigan state and we take away cincinnati who we were was, talking about that like honestly, i right like now. that game would you rather
0: what game are you more confident in Nebraska winning Cincinnati in Lincoln or Michigan State in Lincoln I'm not so sure it's not Michigan
2: State It's Michigan's Michigan State I mean Cincinnati is a top 25 team yes. that is like playing great football um And, and then I can't express how hard I mean you would you can speak to this better than I can like it is
0: hard when you have a brand a brand new staff think of when Bill Callahan came in and Kevin Costgrove came in and all that, and you didn't get a single, you didn't get any, you didn't get a spring ball. Your off-season meetings and and workouts and all that stuff was all cut. Like you know how hard that would be to just all of a sudden you got a brand new system and you got to try to install this in a couple
2: yeah. of weeks. And I mean, play? Mich- Michigan State and Rutgers are both. I mean, that, that That's I, I feel for them, man. That's now tough. the
0: one thing that is is at least if you're looking at it like where it could get tough, is Michigan State's going to have the whole season to figure themselves out. That's the last game of the season for Nebraska. So Michigan State's going to have all season to try to kind of find themselves. But nevertheless, they're not going to be very good. Um, So, yeah, I think the the ceiling is seven wins. I think the floor is probably two wins. And you talk about Nebraska described in a nutshell. It's that.
2: We probably have the – I would say we arguably have the – biggest uh range in terms of our our win loss record i don't see anybody else that has that sort of variance if, potential
0: if and we'll get more into this because we're going to get deep into a i got a bunch of fun stuff i want to do with personnel but like man if omar manning is what what everyone thinks he is i heard the greatest wide receiver of all time oh, but I, a, I heard
2: a, i heard a little tidbit on him
0: you heard that he's 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 okay
2: I heard that he's pretty good <laughs> and that's not a joke like I heard like really he, I, I think like, he's been at practice for a couple of days yeah. and I mean you can tell probably be like okay that guy is I think he, it's, it's one of those things Are like yeah, that guy's good that guy's really you know like I. Here's, we'll here's see what he does yeah I will say this is there maybe too much emphasis put
0: on measurables in sports of like you know, this guy's this, this, and this in terms of height, weight, all this stuff. Yeah, maybe. But there's kind of something... You know what is just translates is someone that's... What is he? 6'4", 2, 220? 220. I mean, it's like 6'4", 220,
2: 6'4", 220 at wide receiver. But, like, if you can run and catch and do... like he If you can do those things and you're that is kind of what has happened with this guy where... Like, we just haven't had that. I'm just saying you get... Okay. If Omar we- Manning is who everyone thinks
0: he is, Wandale healthy... And Wandale then also just gets to focus on kind of being that, that duck R like last year. Lock he was that. having to be like running back. It was just too, too much, too much, be, too much running back yeah. for him. And Mills keeps his, his upper trajectory that he had at the end of the year. I don't think Dietrich Mills is like Emmett Smith, but I mean, he's okay. yeah Martinez gets, you know, gets his, his, Mental, right, and he's in a, in a good place. And then if Nebraska can get any sort of D
2: line and linebacker, yeah, I think improvement, the D, like, D line and more than anything, pass rush, like outside linebacker pass rush. I, I I don't even want to say just outside linebacker. I want to say pass rush because right. that invokes the D line too. But outside linebacker and pass rush is really, I think, going to make it's going to make the defense. I think everybody else in the defense will be solid. Right, D backs, inside backers, I feel like will be solid. Not spectacular, so it's going to be pass rush. I think the O line is going to be solid, not spectacular. You'd assume Cam Jergens is going to be Cam's better. going to be good. Uh Hymas. you know. I think the other guys are they're solid enough, yeah. right? They've got experience. Martinez, experience, Mills, experience, good, not great. Now the X factor is: can we get Martinez and these receivers? rhythm you know yeah getting just getting that offense kind of firing how it's supposed to and then all of a sudden like we don't have to play like we did last year and it, that's the part I, I'm i really excited to Bo, see the thing also you just like
0: you've kind of just omitted from your brain from last year was Nebraska didn't have a kicker
2: oh yeah yeah yeah
0: so think of Nebraska I'm not saying they got to have Adam Vinatieri but think if they have a guy that like gives you some semblance of confidence that can make, like, a 27-yard field goal.
2: I mean, it's probably worth a game or two a year. It's worth a game or two, and it's and it's all those little moments, like, can you kick it out of the end zone on the kickoff? Can can your punter turn the field Because they had – how many kickoff – they had two kickoff returns given yeah. up last year killer, for the touchdowns? Killer times, too. Killers. Wisconsin, Iowa. Wisconsin, Iowa. Iowa. Just so, like, kill you. just – I mean, the special
0: teams was not bad. They were horrible yeah. last year. So – you know, there's just a there's a little stuff there that I don't I'm with I don't know for some reason I might just be so excited I'm drunk on emotion of like Nick, seeing the August. schedule
2: Nick it's August of course we're drinking <sighs> this Nick, is great we start pouring that Kool Aid <laughs> everybody you know Kool Aid was invented in Nebraska what it's a fact really yes that's a fact Kool Aid's invented in Nebraska so that's why we drink that stuff <laughs> you're lying I swear on my life seriously it's a, fact. It's a Nebraska fact it's like. Telling people like we have this thing called runs like Nebraska invented they invented Kool Aid. Kool-Aid. Yeah. That's why we drink it so hard. Well, it must be because I'm chugging it today. <laughs> I mean, yeah. what is with that? Like Nebraska
0: has had losing seasons for the last five years, and I'm just like win, win,
1: win. Tell we, you what, Penn Nick, State, you think they're gonna come here and Nick, not? So we. Get?
2: So here's what it here's here's my philosophy on our on what just happened here. Yeah. Okay. This is gonna be deep. So. Okay, I'm ready. Get your. uh, I'll put I'll put my deep cap on here. I'm ready. I'm ready. ready I got you. I got it. Coronavirus. I think initially we thought this hurts us because we need we need all this work in the offseason, These new receivers, these people that we're depending on. I think the longer this has gone on, I think we are finding that Nebraska is probably the most. Secure state and I handled it. Yeah, we've handled it really well. And I I don't know why I think that's giving us Confidence the fact that we have a Quarterback that's on his third year as a starter line. You know, we have some positions that I Think would be the scariest to have new bodies at right that are secure We have a lot of gaps and a lot of work we got to do. So there's no saying like we're ready We got a long way to go, but when you look around the league other than those top three teams, I don't know that anybody else is in that much better position. And then with the with the Minnesota thing today, with Rutgers and in Michigan State with their coronavirus and issues, Penn State, and Penn yeah, State's guy like their, you yeah. start seeing the cracks in these other places where I think all we were seeing were our own cracks. Well, and Iowa and their
0: tumultuous offseason.
2: There you go. See, that's what I'm saying. Is like it's almost weird to see Iowa well, having these problems. I think, I think what you, what it is. I think.
0: You know, the whole no news is good news. Nebraska's had a quiet offseason. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? They've, they've had a pretty quiet offseason. No, off
2: season. no hype until today. <laughs> right. From us. Right. We're the problem. We're well, the problem. And I'm
0: telling you, even like, it'll be, you know, with, with Richard Bateman's decision and a Virginia Tech corner who's a projected first or second round guy opted out. Uh, you know, I just keep your eye on Columbus, Ohio. Oh, dude. For opt outs.
2: Hey, you want to talk about first round draft choices? They probably got three. Right. They usually do. I mean, it's been two or three or four every year.
0: Just keep your eye on that, you know, and so yeah, I I, I see what you're saying. Like the longer this went, it, it initially hurt because it hurt for obvious reasons. But I think what you're pointing out is like Nebraska as a program and as a state has handled this bad situation better than a lot of other people have than a lot of their yeah. programs have. And maybe that becomes an advantage.
2: Yeah. And we've, I feel like our guys have been in there working out right all of June, all of July. And they've been doing these, you know, sort of the pre-camp work now right. un- unobstructed. So like, you know, we miss, so we felt so bad coming out of the season because we missed all of December, all those bowl practices you get that was our crushing blow and then not getting spring ball. we're like, Oh, we'll never recover from this now. But I think what we're realizing is, well, other than Purdue, nobody got their spring ball. And when it comes to this sort of off season and this sort of skill work that they're doing right now, I, I think we're probably handling as good as anybody. So yeah. there's, if there's advantages to we saying. had. We may be, or we may be picking off a little bit of those.
0: So the next steps here are, you know, I would think we'll know within the next day or two of what Memorial Stadium's plans are. I mean, it, it's not going to be full capacity. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, my guess is like at best 50%. I mean, or I mean, but even that seems crazy to think there's going to be 40,000 people with yeah. everything. I mean, I don't know. So that's the next... By the way, and maybe we'll see this in another part, empty stadiums, how like what kind of advantage, like what kind of impact does that well, have Rutger, for a football So Rutgers
2: game? has nobody there. I mean, for us, it's, it's traveling, but you don't have that fan momentum that kind of like helps. You know, helps. Right. It makes the noise. It make you know those are those are advantages. But um, yeah, Rutgers. I mean, it's not going to feel like a true away game.
0: No, nor is Iowa. I, w- I doubt Iowa is going to be full capacity. You know, Iowa won't feel like a true road game. Ohio State probably won't feel like a legit true road game. Yeah, you know. I, I don't know.
2: I mean, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll
0: see how it goes. Okay. Uh there you go. Outside of our Bill Moose ranch and our sports morale being really high on a variety of levels to start this pod. We're at a hour we're at uh just over an hour. That's all. You need market. to get all right, so thank God we didn't drink wine. You gotta get to your, your, your business meeting, dog. You I, gotta, work. I work for a Living. You have a have a job. What are you thinking, man? Why would you have a job?
2: This is my job. This guy. should be your job. Uh wine pod soon.
0: Let's do a wine pod and we'll get more into the you know, the personnel and and just just get a little deeper dive on on some of these dudes. All right, okay. Go to your meeting. All right, I'm going. GBR, go pick up some Kool Aid on the way to your meeting and just I'm just keep pick on up chugging up some
2: it. Some Kool Aid, and I'm going to the ranch. I love
0: it. All right, my thanks to Pella Windows and Doors. If you're thinking about a new window or a new front door. Now is the perfect time. Give Pella a call at 402-493-1350 or check him out online at PellaOmaha.com. We will see you next time on the Nick Bob Podcast. A Parkville
1: Media Production.